everyone to episode 70 of Today in the Scene. I'm Joe with Indie Arcade Wave, and I just want to say thank you to everyone that's checking us out, liking, sharing, subscribing. It means the world to us, and it really helps us grow. So we're going to do something a little different this week. I'm going to bring in a couple guys from the Galactic Battlegrounds Slackers Inc. team, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with Galactic Battleground, uh, what it was like to build our new prototype cabinet, and then we're going to kind of just spitball some ideas for some games that we want to make. And we're going to ask you guys to comment down below to let us know which games you're interested in and which ones we should actually move forward with. Um, but I guess I'm going to bring those guys in now. Kelly and Dylan, how you guys doing? Good, how are you? Great, how you doing, Joe? I'm good, I'm good. I'm excited to kind of try something new. Um, yeah, totally stoked. Yeah, I've uh, just wanted, before we start, just remind everybody we've got the new Indie Arcade Wave hats. We're going to do hoodies and t-shirts and stuff. If you're interested in those, just hit me up on Instagram, and I will get those out to you. Um, so... Let's first just have you guys introduce yourselves, kind of let everybody know who you are, um, what you've worked on, and kind of where you are in the development scene. Yeah, um, Kelly Pangburn, um, uh, first time on Indie Arcade Wave in video format. Uh, uh, one of the co-founders of Slackers Inc. with Dylan, and uh, I do most of the coding here uh, with our team, um, or actually all the coding, um, game design, and uh cabinet design do, do a little bit all of it uh here with, and uh yeah that's it hey guys it's dylan um i am the co-founder and a creative director of galactic battleground and i do all the art game design and ideation of some of the games yeah yeah, so I guess um, before we jump into like all the other games that we kind of want to talk about, let's just recap the story of GBG, where the idea came from. I came in like pretty much once the idea was already figured out and we were kind of in the process of finishing off the game. So um, just talk about kind of where the game came from and then we'll talk a little bit about the new cabinet and what it was like to prototype that. Yeah, sure. Well, um my uh, day job is basically a mobile app development and uh, I do a lot of prototyping for uh, new mobile uh, frameworks and um, SDKs that come out. And um, I would ask Dylan to write, do some graphics for them. Uh, you know, there's a couple of apps actually out from the app store right now. If you just Google or search for Slackers Inc, you'll see a couple of them. We have like uh, danger, uh app uh aqua hero to name a couple and uh, mostly just small five minute five second games you know really really short games that are meant to just basically test out certain sdks on iphone and android and um then after doing that a couple times dylan came to me he's like i i'm kind of want to make my own game now i said okay that's great um what do you want to make you know and uh he's like i want to make galaga i said well galaga is a great game and we can't just copy it letter for letter. Uh, so let's, let's do something different. You know, let's make Galaga, um, you know, PVP. Cause that night I remember him saying, saying to him directly that, uh, you know, the, the best thing about replayability is the the player on player experience, you know, um, single player games are, are fun and, and great. And a lot of people love them, but, uh, people get really excited about, you know, player versus player competition. Um, and uh, we thought, you know, this Galaga universe, if you will, is a good spot to uh, explore a player versus player experience. Um, so Dylan and I sat together that night uh, and came up with a 
PVP uh, experience where we had one ship on the top and one ship on the bottom. Um, uh, put a few uh, obstacles in between us. Uh, and we started working on the power-ups together. Um, I think we came up with six or eight that first night. Um, and, met, and I think they're all still in the game today uh, that we uh, came up with. I know Reflex Shield, um, you know, Shooting Star. That was Dylan's big one. Is he wanted a Shooting Star so bad. Uh, he wanted the Sniper Bullet. Um, Shockwave, um, to name a few. Um, uh, and I, we built it all on an Apple TV because I didn't have the latest console at the time. I was kind of doing mostly computer games at the time. So we, uh, uh, the only platform I had that I had controllers for on my big screen was Apple TV. Uh, so I, and luckily Unity exported Apple TV. So it wasn't really a big, uh, a big transition and I'm used to iOS programming anyway. So it wasn't really difficult to get it on there, um, to set it up. So we would tr make some power-ups and we'd just try them out. And I remember the first night Dylan and I sat on the couch and we played probably three hours. Uh, and we just kind of looked at each other like, this could be pretty fun, you know, and, and, it's, and, and it's kind of fun. So it just kind of, we kind of went, took off from there. Um, would you agree, Dylan? Yeah, it was, it was really fun to just test and figure out angles and add different environment. Cause I know we like, added some really crap I added some really crap graphics within like a couple minutes and took a lot of stock stuff and we just played with it um it was a big learning curve to like figure out all the art because I know I had to do at the time we were like trying to put it on steam and like the phone and do all these different variants for like logos and pixels and it was just like a higher learning curve for me and it was like exhilarating to just see something that we kind of just threw together and it ended up being so much fun and mm -hmm. i don't know just coming up with the power-ups and the turrets and all that stuff throughout the years has been really interesting and mm -hmm. fun yeah it was very it was definitely you know it, at the end of the day i was just like well let's just make something at least we both like to enjoy playing and go from there um and uh if people like it great then if not we'll do something else you know um but people started liking it so, uh, we took it to conventions started out with 2d con um you know things like that and uh eventually um uh, right around the time joe came in uh the there was like you know this game it is inspired by a, a you know arcade game maybe just make an arcade cabinet you know why not and um so we did uh we Created a cabinet. Uh, we uh, tested it out up down. It tested out great. Um, we had a uh, you know a lot of great feedback. Um, we had a launch party uh, at a local establishment in Minneapolis. More great feedback. Uh, decided we had to you know like for example implement a free play switch. We didn't even think about needing a free play switch in, until that party. Um, things like that. Um, and. Uh, Kind of took off from there. I went through conventions, uh, uh, partnered with the great guys at Paradise Arcade, um, Brian and Tom and Tom, and um, started working on cabinets and uh, learned a lot from those guys to make, uh, uh, you know, controllers. We basically make the controllers ourselves that control the light, the, the light bar and the buttons and things like that. And 
to make that all interactive was quite the experiment too. And um, got to the point where uh, we started selling them and um, we're doing great uh, until, uh, uh, you know, sales stopped, of course, because of the world world changing and stuff like that with the with the COVID hitting us and stuff. So when that happened, we kind of stepped back and we started to make another project and we started working on a another format for Galactic Battleground. We started working on the four player cocktail. So if anybody's seen us or see our website, we have the stand up four player um, cabinet uh, and then we have the two player cocktail on our website for sale. Um, but over the last couple of years, we started working on the four player cocktail uh, cabinet um, uh, since we had time. <laughs> Uh, uh, and, uh, it was kind of one of those things where people, you know, you know, suggested it too. And so we're like, yeah, this is kind of a natural fit. Uh, we kind of went with a, a design similar to the Pac-Man Royale four player, um, where you have two players on each side, uh, staring at each other, so to speak. And, um, uh, just, uh, playing head to head that way. Um, and we debuted, uh, that cabinet uh at 2d con uh, how long is it like august uh, august and then back at, and then at mgc the bigger showing at mgc um back in november um and the feedback's been phenomenal um everybody thinks that's probably the way probably should have been the format we started with first um but uh yeah dylan what what were the things that people were saying at uh, those two conventions basically it's just like it's the way it should be played and it's easier to see everything i i did get a couple of feedback about how the light bar is a little bit too much because when it flashes when you die kind of like stuns you with your eyeballs you're like oh shit like <laughs> i'm being blinded but um all in all though other than that really good reviews on it like easy to walk up to i know we had the key to say that we should make the the menu reversed if you know what i'm saying like the, yeah that was you were talking about the uh, the final results right now the final results where it gives you the stats of how many how many people how many deaths you had how many kill shots you had all that kind of stuff it only goes one way so it's hard to read right now yeah and but i know yeah. that one guy with his son from stern pinball his kid just like wouldn't stop playing it. He came back like every like every hour and played for like two hours. And it was really cool to yeah. see that. And then he ended yeah, up. Yeah, I, I kind of interviewed him too. Um, so I might have to give you that video, Joe. We interviewed that guy from Stern and his and his son who played literally for two hours at MGC. I think twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do want to get that video. I mean, that's that sounds awesome. That I'm I'm really sad I wasn't able to make it, but. I'll be there in April, so we'll be able to go again. Um, yeah, I, and like the new cabinet, I just wanted to kind of put my couple cents into it, just about like the way it feels when you play, as opposed to like the upright where you're basically like two people are on the bottom, two people are on the top. Being on the top is like, it's not really that enjoyable, honestly. You're, you're up there and it feels weird, like everything is backwards. With the four-player cocktail cabinet, you're able to like look at your player. You're always on the bottom of the screen. It feels supernatural, and then you're head to head with your competitors, which just, I mean, really makes that that feeling mm -hmm. better. Um, 
I guess that's all we really wanted to talk about with GBG because um, we just wanted to kind of recap, let people know what it is and kind of where we came from. Um, and since we have a lot of developers and people that are interested in creating their own games that watch the channel, we wanted to talk about a couple ideas that we have for games and kind of go through the process of brainstorming and how we would make it work and kind of the steps to turn it into a cabinet so that people can see what that looks like for a, an arcade indie company. Um, so the first one is Super Beer Bros. I don't know who wants to speak on that one first. I know it was Let's... kind of Dylan's idea, right? Yeah, yeah said Dylan, start with that one. Um, so back was like a year ago when you got Tapper Kelly. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, Tapper was my favorite game game growing up as a kid, and uh, we, uh, uh, that's all I I played a lot of it uh, growing up, and um, uh, I found one uh, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, last winter. And, uh, I just couldn't, couldn't say no. So I went over and got it. Uh, uh it was one of the most fun games down. I ever played. It was a bitch to get Yeah, it was, it's a heavy beast. <laughs> my, so, my basement doesn't have a, uh, you can see behind me, that's my basement, but, uh, it's, uh, it, uh, um, there's no, it's on my basement's underground. So there's no like entry. So it's, you have to go down a flight of stairs and, I made Dylan help me take it down, but <laughs> not to mention you have to go up a couple stairs to get into the walkway, then to go down the stairs. Yeah, but it was, yeah. we did it though. It was, it was, it came down unharmed, which was great. Yeah. So he I have to hire guys to get it out if I ever move. So. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> so he got that game, and I was like, hell yeah! Like I love Tapper, and I remember when. Kelly showed me it on Xbox because they had Root Beer Tapper on the Xbox Arcade. And I played a lot of that. And to to be able to play it on a pristine cabinet and just, like, really feel the joysticks. Yeah. And I was just like, this is so good. You know, like, this is... This the cabinet's mint great. that I got. It was, it was nice. But I was always, like, I kind of got a little drunk. And I was like, man, like... <laughs> Where all good really, ideas come from. Yeah, I really wish, like... There's two toggles here. There's two there's two server toggles, and you know like the movement thing. And I was like, yeah. For those oh. who don't know, there's two taps on next to the joystick on tappers. So if you're left-handed, right-handed, you know you get to pick. So yeah. So like I was just like, man, like if this game could be like head-to-head servant beer. And I I work at a bar, and you know that's like my career for now. And like. I serve people beer all the time and like there's always crazy shit that happens and I was just like man it'd be really fun to kind of like incorporate a restaurant vibe but also just like about beer and like cocktailing and just like do it head to head like one on one like whoever or like together you know like a game where you can work together to get all the people out because it's like oh shit it's like fucking seven o'clock it's you know happy hour or whatever and try to get everyone out and get them all drunk and Tapper is like a good indicator. And I was just like, it'd be so much fun to make it, you know, compatible for co-op or head to head. Cause you know, the only thing that you're competing against is someone else's high score. You know, it'd be fun mm -hmm. if it was against your neighbor, you know, or mm -hmm. together, like trying to get all these people out. And I don't know, so, I like, told Joe about it. And then I'm like, it never went to fruition. And then I like, was like okay and then she was like hey what about the idea you had i was like what idea <laughs> the, yeah. the the tapper two two player tapper i was like 
Hmm. Well, let's dive into it. So, like, what would be the gameplay for uh, a two a versus tapper or a co-op tapper? So we were thinking about like I don't know if you guys know the Atari logo. I know you can see my hands, but it kind of goes like this. Mm-hmm. So like it kind of like I was thinking about making it like every every bar since there's like four bars on tapper. So there's wait one here, one here, one here. Like there's four bar like four like bar tops or whatever. Anyway, instead of like serving vertically, you serve it from the top. And it kind of like swirls. I don't know how to fucking just. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but basically, each bartender would have their own side and they would serve it this way and try to get the people out the door that is coming from the top part right here. So it's like a curved bar, like normal bars. A lot of bars are curved, basically. So, yeah, essentially. But, you know, that's like, kind of all... like a half horseshoe shape on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And there'd but be like. Outwards. Yeah, and then there would be shorter bars, you know, because some of them would curve to the side more. So it, it, it'd be difficult to get those guys out, you know, like the top ones are like the most priority. And mm-hmm. uh, I kind of like really like the idea of like doing a traveling bar thing where it's like you go to different cities. And I kind of like Big Buck Hunter mm-hmm. with that, like treks. Mm-hmm. And like in Tapper, you know, once you like complete levels twice or three times, you go to the next stage and like you get like the sports people and then the aliens and the punks and like it'd be cool if like you and your buddy that are playing together are playing head to head and you go on these trek, like a three trek, and you pay like a dollar fifty or whatever and you try to beat the trek and whoever has the best score. And then there's like a mini game at the end where I was thinking about calling it like last call and like you have to like kick out all these people and you'd become a bouncer and <laughs> you just like throw them out and like you have to do it like certain maybe like a rhythm thing or something. I don't you know. Have, <laughs> you have like four pile, yeah, you know, like four spots where people are just falling over and you just kind of go over there and flick the tap so they fl- like throw them out the door. And- <laughs> You know, then then that keeps coming up, and like you go to the next one, another guy just stumbles to the end, and then you have to go back and get them. You have to get out. How many you can get out in like thirty seconds or something like that? Yeah, and then, you got to do it without breaking anything, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you threw that one out the window. Whoopsie. I mean, and then or you could do another thing where it's like at the end of work, usually you get a shifty when you work at the bar industry, so like you could see like who could drink the most without passing out, <laughs> like. I don't know. <laughs> Something like yeah, that. probably wouldn't do that. But the bonus games are pretty wide open right now. We have we have yeah. a whole bunch of different ideas for them. But the mm-hmm. the core idea of the gameplay is you have two different options: whether you want to play like head to head, so who can serve the fastest drinks, clean up the glasses the quickest, and kind of get the bar moving, make the most money, or you could play cooperatively where you have random waves, and sometimes there's more coming from the left or more coming from the right, and you need to cooperate together to get as much beer out as you possibly can and like Dylan was saying with treks in different areas, depending on what city you're in, the people would change. I mean, whatever the, the bar goers in that area look like, whether they're like college kids or they're hipsters in this area, or it's an older crowd, like everything would be distinguishable to each place. And a cool thing that we thought about, like with integrating the cabinet and the, the art was like, if a specific brewery in your area, like let's say Surly were to get one, we could, customize the arts so that it was only surly beer within the game and that makes it a little sure. more personable to that arcade or bar, and, yeah. yeah so like basically just taking micro brews and there's like a whole bunch of them out there 
and having a game that's all based off of beer and like that's what people love people love beer and drinking and it'd be really cool if like you know your brewery or whatever microbrew cidery yeah. has a, Make a game that's all yeah go ahead that has a cabinet for you like mm-hmm. that's your cabinet and it's your brand i mean yeah it'll still say our game on it but it's your brand and you know i feel like that would make it kind of cool and a little i mean you don't have to get it but i just thought it was a cool idea yeah it'd be cool it'd be cool i mean like maybe even make the game exclusive to breweries only kind of thing i mean that may be limiting the uh clientele but it'd still be like nostalgia of it. it's like you can only get this and play this in breweries or something like that would be kind of cool um uh unless somebody pays a lot of money which you never you never say never unless putting up zeros on a check but um or if you're a brewer, you can fund the whole project and make it only your beer logo, <laughs> just like Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Um, I was thinking too, like as far as gameplay too, like with like the co-op versus um, uh, head-to-head. Like you know, you, you were talking about the horseshoe stuff like this, and you have like three or four bars that you're each serving uh, as two players. Um, the difference between like co-op and head to head, like head to head, you'd be like, you can only go on, stay on your side and serving, you get like maybe the exact same pattern each side and whoever can get done first wins kind of thing. But then like co-op, you'd be random each side and you could have the bartenders flip to one side or the other. So like, like this side just happens to be getting more just by the random generator maybe or something like that. Like there's in then so that the bartender can only flip on this side of the screen, you know, player two can only come that side screen when it's co-op, but if it's head-to-head, you can only stay on your side or something like that, which would make it interesting gameplay on both both from both aspects. Uh, I think that'd be really interesting. Yeah, I do like I do like that idea. What what are we thinking for? I guess this is probably, I guess everybody can answer this. Dylan is probably a little more on this, but um, what are we thinking for art for this? Like, would it look like the original Tapper? Would we update it a little bit? Like, what what are you thinking? um i was gonna try to pay homage to it not generally like you know copy it but it's keep it pixelated it's still a great looking game all in all and you know yeah it would be kind of cool to like you know maybe have a secret character that looks like them or something and but you know it's it's such a nostalgic game it'd be nice to just kind of like Take, take take the inspiration, but don't totally like copy it. I, I don't know if it's probably keep it the eight. Dude, it's still an eight bit or sixteen bit graphics kind of thing. Yeah, not like twenty, like not like you know the newer, whatever, sixty four bit or whatever. I don't know. I just we'll make our own bar, make our own bartenders. Yeah, and, and and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, if you guys like that kind of idea like if you think super beer bros is something that we should work on definitely let us know in the comments down uh in youtube so that we know if that's something that we should actually like start pursuing uh but there's another game that we kind of had an idea here for and dylan and kelly came up with this pretty recently um so i'm probably not going to say much this time trying to just take it in because i don't really know what they're talking about but um this one's called total truck wrestling um i know there's inspiration behind it there's probably a good story with the inspiration behind it um, and we'll jump into like everything about this game. So, where did this idea come from, and where do you guys want to start? Well, 
you should give like the the, the the prologue of like how it came up in the first place well i think we should start with like um the the premise of well, what should what should be the driving force for the next game and the premise being like do we want to make something cool or do we want to make something that really makes we think would really make money even though it's might be slightly boring or maybe sli or slightly mundane you know like like not trying to like say uh let's, let's i'm trying to think of examples like ninja turtles uh makes a crap ton of money but it's not really the best gameplay you know um uh um simpsons is uh, probably right there with simpsons it. another one another one too uh i'm trying to think of like just games that are just super easy uh that and not necessarily easy but just uh they're just coin eaters if you will um uh switch and shoot is a good example of a coin eater but still kind of cool um the uh, i'm trying to think of other games that are crossy uh, road yeah uh, crossroads a simple one that you know but the other ones are just kind of like games that border on redemption so we we we, we were like you know, we, we have Galactic Battlegrounds cool, and we were talking about other games that are just be cool because we don't care if they make money. But like, what if we went into the well? We went. What if we went into the game design uh, mentality of like we want a game that we think will just make a lot of money. You know, like super simple. The games go fast, and uh, they're designed to just want to eat quarters. You know, it's a game that's not PvP. It's one person. It could be PvP if you, if you think if you think hard enough on it. Um, you know, it's just like something that satisfies the coin op people and the barcade people and stuff like that. And then you take that game design and then maybe make it like put a cool concept around it. Like, you know, super truck wrestling, you know, you know, it's uh, like you hear that word truck wrestling. It's like, oh my God, that, that might be interesting, you know? So, and maybe Dylan, you can talk about how we got, so we went into this, you know, like how we make a game that we just gonna make money, like, and what 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 should we make to do that? Then <laughs> so, you can go ahead. <laughs> so, to, to preface it, a while ago, we, me and Kelly were trying to come up with an IP, and we were trying to like make a game for Rick and Morty, and they have this fucking hilarious episode called interdimensional cable and we were like really inspired by all the stupid goofy stuff on it and there's this one called man versus car and it's a guy wrestling a huge car and he ends up just <laughs> yes. gets the car always wins the announcer says and like he just gets run over and his guts just split spill everywhere and we're like that's kind of cool like we should make it like a one button game and um i was like dude like we should like we were on the road of milwaukee and we we're like just just talk about game design like i, I kind of miss doing it this is what kelly was saying and i was like mm -hmm. yeah 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 i was like well what do you want to talk about and we're like you want to talk about super beer bros like no nah, not really and then he's like what about man versus like he was just name dropping and he's like man versus car and i was like hell yeah like how do we how do we, <laughs> how do we make it really fun and interesting and i was like well we gotta have a cool name he's like total truck wrestling and like it's just like i i do this thing with my little brothers where i'm the tired titan and i like want to put him in a sleeper 
and uh, like, I'll put you in a sleeper. Like, I don't know. Anyway, um, then we like start talking about it, and he's like, I still think Kelly is like, you could probably talk about the controls if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so we're like, okay, so obviously it's a car and a and a guy wrestling is, you know, it's it's a pretty quick match one way or another, you know, like, uh, you know, there's not a lot of moves, so to speak. So we kind of like, I kind of was like spitballing ideas of like, it kind of like more of like a hacky sack kind of a, an effect. So, you know, you'd have it, you know, your basic level is you, you, you go up and you, you, you know, get in a hole of the car. You have one button basically, and you got this meter right next to it, I guess, uh, to the side, and you're and you have this like wind zone, and you got to tap the button, and as you tap the the level, you know your your strength meter kind of goes up as you tap it, and the more you tap it, the faster it goes up, and then you kind of want to like, you know, rhythm tap it to keep it in that that zone, you know, like, and if you can keep in that zone for ten seconds. Then you win, and then the animation kicks in where he just throws it right off the screen or something like that, you know. But if you if you screw it up, then you just get run over, you know, and you die, you know. Um, and then like ways that you could like enhance that is like, um, you know, make it smaller. Of course, as the levels get higher, you know, that safe zone you got to tap in there. And then um, other ways you can do is that safe zone could oscillate, like. It starts up high, and then you get, and then the car revs up, or the, the car is like sitting there idle, so it goes down. So you don't use much strength, so you kind of like let it fall down and slow tap, but then keep it. Then the car revs up, and all of a sudden you got like get more strength up there and stay up there, and you got to stick into it for like twenty or thirty seconds, you know. And then if you do that, you win. You know, you get more points the longer you stay in the safe zone, kind of thing, um, and stuff like that. And then Dylan's like, I kind of want like. Mortal Kombat like finishing move like finish him or something like that I'm like well you can't really do that with a button so I don't know he's kind of like another like control idea was kind of like um, having like a wheel um, I don't know if people are familiar with like um, Black Emperor where it's got the uh, the wheel that you kind of go like this to try to, to study the motorcycle and stuff like that but if we turn it to the side you know like the button is one mechanic that you have to do that meter but the other one is like you're kind of like oscillating back and forth as you're like rocking the car back and forth as you're getting ready to do your your move and then dylan's like then you just kind of just snap it to the side and then you win that way or something like that too so those are like i don't know if we would do both controls maybe we just do the one or or we do the wheel like to kind of keep the wheel back and forth to try to keep in the safe zone too and then you just finish it with the end where you have to like snap to the side to win or we or we do both controls um that's kind of like the premise of like it's very short it's challenging enough where like especially like like most people would just die in the first game right you know like you're done in like 20 seconds and you're like screw this i'm putting another quarter in you know i'm like i'm like i'm not gonna let that car run me over every time kind of thing <laughs> you know or truck excuse me <laughs> and you know you know you, you maybe in the pregame you know you like pre-select your wrestler too or something like that you know you have like you know six to choose from or eight you know you know some of them do a little, something a little different and tweak the you know you know it's the press to, does a little bit more if it's one wrestler or if you have to only does a little bit so you got to press a lot to get up there but you have a little more finite you know leveling and stuff like that so it's kind of like a borderline redemption game if you will but there it's still like it's quick it's 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 easy it's it's kind of a test of a strength uh, and people 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 like that and it's you know it's just 
I want to win. I want to win. I want to get to the next level, you know, boom, 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 you know, kind of thing and stuff. And you do two players basically like just taking turns, you know, think Tapper or Pac-Man or Donkey Kong, you know, so you can, each guy can take turns or we could, you could have two different. So this goes right into the cabinet design, right? So like um, maybe you have like a one player version where it's just one button, you know, one wheel, or you have a two player version where you have two guys next to neck. It would just kind of like mirroring, but you still do it at the same time, basically. That'd be like the deluxe model, you know, but the nice thing about the whole thing is like you can make the cabinet super small, right? Like it'd be a super small it wouldn't take up much space. The, the, the cost would be down, you know, because the materials and stuff that goes into it would be minimal for lack of better terms. So you can make it relatively cheap um, and also be able to be like, Hey, this pumps quarters and, you know, it makes, I'm going to just throw out magical numbers, but as I say, it makes 500 bucks a week, you know, and then the guys like the coin op guys are like, yeah, that's well, that pays for itself in two months or, or, or six months or whatever it is, you know? And, but then, so like the artwork would be, be like, you know, Dylan could talk about like, what would it take for the artwork for this kind of game? Um, also to add to it, kind of like what you were saying, how like players take turns, I kind of like think of it like punch out, but wrestling a car or a truck, <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah. you might put him down, but he might get back. The car might get back up, but well, in this case, if you flip a car over, it ain't getting back up anyway, but it's just like, you got to go through all these like things to get the little championship belt, you know? And it's like a fucking bumper that says like W, uh, TTW, you know, title and, bout. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one, you're just battling Bigfoot, you know, like, yeah. isn't like the Bigfoot truck. Oh yeah. <laughs> or graveyard or whatever. You're a grave digger. <laughs> but, um, essentially for the art, I was thinking more of like, um, uh, like street fighter turbo, like two, like really fine, beautiful pixel art with really intricate like backgrounds and like super dope cars and trucks, mostly trucks. And just like, just making it really like beautiful. And I really love that art style that they did for Turbo. And the fact that it's pixelated, it's kind of like a lost art. Well, I know it's like retaining now, but it's still just something that I thought would be really cool. I think the big thing about it though, is that would, it would be really, heavy on art right like how yeah. how long would it take because you're talking about like like you know long animations if you will um where the guy's throwing the car away and you're even in the menu selection stuff like that like like the code itself like logic is actually fairly simple but how long would you i mean i don't know how could you go in deeper like what what's the effort for that well i know for a fact i could not do it all by myself um, you could probably have to hire someone from Fiverr or ask someone that I know that's pretty good at animation or wants to get into game dev. And, you know, I'm open for people in the comments that are interested about comp, like something like this, but it's kind of like more of a passion project. And I mean, if we did get some funding, that'd be tight too. But I don't know. Uh, I would say if, if I were to do it by myself, it'd probably take me like eight, nine months. Cause mm -hmm. that's a big learning curve and I'm not like amazing at pixel art, but I'm like good at well, it's just trial and error so many frames. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just the death animations and like, you know, keeping it simple, but I don't know. 
Every well, you want it to be over the top, you know, right? Because like yeah. Mortal Kombat, for example, is like over the top. Like Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 11 right now, the death animations are just insane. So insane. But they're, they're so awesome, too, at the same time. Like, I have to tip my hat to the designers and, and guys and artists that made that Mortal Kombat 11. It's, it's a beautiful game, and their death animations are like... Like what? How do you even think of some of these things? You know, <laughs> you know. Um, um, but uh, yeah, it's it. I want we wouldn't be at this game wouldn't be at that level. But it's to even get to like half that level of Mortal Kombat requires so, like a team of uh, artists and stuff like that. Which who knows? Maybe we want to tackle. You know, and and um, do as uh, our next project. But this is what we do. You know, we kind of just pitch ideas and, and see what, what bounces off. That's kind of the fun part of being any developer. And we just kind of sit there and, you know, either it's on a Friday night on our way to a, a convention or if it's, you know, we're sitting in the hotel room saying, boy, that was great. And we see a game and we get inspired, you know, to, you know, play a game to, to like, man, I could make this game so much better if I just had, you know, one month or something like that. And this is what it is, you know, how we, you know, ideas get started and get created and make it make into great games that people play someday. Yeah, it's all about just letting the ideas flow and just having fun with it. I mean, you're you're so right. It's all about like the drives to conventions are usually my favorite part, or like the bars that we go to late night. Just like the things <laughs> yeah. that you think of, like in these moments that you wouldn't have thought of before. Like in the, in the car ride, is just like we're just talking about random shit. And something just comes up and you're like, oh, that would be a really funny game. Like, what if we put the time into, like, doing that? Um, mm. And that's kind of what it is, like, in the development scene is it's just coming up with that unique idea. And sometimes it takes a lot of ideas to get there. Um, but if you guys like that one, let us know in the comments. Uh, we're, we're, we'd be excited to work on both these games. So uh, we just kind of want to get an idea of what people like, what people think would be funny, and just maybe even feedback. Like, if you think something would be cool in the game, just let us know. Um, yeah, the the last maybe thing if I you're, really maybe if you're ahead, a, a bar owner or if you're a coin operator or if you're a uh, uh, you know a a brewery owner, you know those these are all kind of inputs we'd like or or obviously game players too. Like you know, let us know what you think. Yeah, I guess the the last thing I kind of wanted to bring up because I think it's it's cool to see people that are developers and like. I feel like once you've worked on a game, you look at games different. Like if you play games, you just, you play it, you enjoy it. Maybe you kind of look at the art a little bit here and there, but if you've like put the time in to actually build a game and you've worked from scratch on it, you like really pick out the intricacies in a game and you can see that game on another platform and how it would kind of transition. So I guess I'm wondering what games have you guys played like indie games or steam games or whatever that you think would fit the arcade um, atmosphere really well and how you would go about transitioning that game from, uh, whatever platform it's on to an arcade cabinet. Hmm. Dylan plays more newer games than I do. Like, so he's probably better to answer this question. I like. Well, you said stick fight. Well, yes, yeah, yeah, that's true. Stick fight was one of them that. Um, it's just was hard, it, what, hard to transition yeah. that game though, because it's like. It's, I don't know. Maybe you need a ball and a button. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. I mean, because they got, well, they have, so Stick Fight would be an interesting one to transition because they basically got dual joysticks, right? And uh, buttons. 
you could probably what you'd want to do is kind of like the aviator uh mode if you will you have i can't remember what game it is but there's a there's a game that has two joysticks but there's there's buttons for the thumbs on top so you could basically you know control the guy and control the gun and just you know have the, have the button or you can even have like you know a trigger on on that second joystick too and that'd be kind of like controls that would work for stick fight stick fight is an interesting game where it's just <laughs> it's like simple graphics but it's some of the animations are just hilarious and uh that would translate to an easy uh uh arcade game as far as you know controls and stuff like that i mean i can't speak as far as the code because that's that's not i don't even know what it's written in but um and it'd be it like most of these games we talk about we, we would be doing from scratch obviously anyways but uh um, something similar to that would probably be a great arcade game you know four player stick man with just gun with a gun and, and blast them off the edge kind of thing i mean that's fun for all ages <laughs> i mean yeah I'm, I'm thinking of a couple just off the top of my i'm looking like looking at all my indie games on the other screen um because i know dylan and i were talking about like um would be really fun um nidhog nidhog would be super fun crawl yep crawl would be great crawl would be a really really good arcade game a little tough to transition the controls but um the idea of the game would be super fun just because the idea of like for anybody that hasn't played crawl you're basically it's like a four-player game but everybody is playing against each other kind of because you're like leveling up. I haven't played in a while, but like you're like leveling up a ghost, and the person that gets to level 10 first is the one that wins everything. Um, and then you get to fight the boss at the end. But it's like you pretty much want to like work as a team until you're to the last point, and then you try and like stab everybody in the back. Um, I mean, obviously, like, um, I'm just trying to think of like what other games uh, would be good. Dust game would be good. Um, Cuphead. <laughs> Cuphead. I mean, that's been put into an arcade cabinet, which I think is a really good one. Yeah, there's a handful of people that have put it into like more like uh, personal cabinets, like Raspberry yeah. Pis and stuff. I like just that. do. I just think though, if, if they did a stand-up cab, that actually could be, be kind of cool. But the game's so damn hard, it's so hard. Um, Ultimate Chicken Horse. I've never played it, but I heard someone say it'd be a good. Good game for um... yeah. We were talking to Chaco about a bunch of games a while back. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just there's so many indie games that I think would transition really well. It's just a matter of kind of how you'd go about the controls. You got to pick a simple game that has solid gameplay. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that that kind of wraps everything up. Um, I guess all that's really left is just social media. People know where to find Galactic Battleground. Um, and that's pretty much it. Who wants to shout out the social medias? I will. Um, YouTube is Galactic Battleground. Facebook is Galactic Battleground. Instagram's Galactic Battleground. And Twitter is GBG underscore the underscore game. And yeah. GalacticBattleground.com. Yep, that too. <laughs> I'll, throw, I'll throw everything in the description. Um, we've got some merch on the website. Uh, if you're interested in the game, like buying a cabinet or anything, that's on the website as well. Uh, we haven't put the four-player cocktail on there yet. We're still kind of working out the last of the kinks, but it'll be on there mm-hmm. eventually. Um, 
yeah, that's pretty much everything for us. Like I was saying earlier, if you guys like what we're doing here, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And we do want to hear from you about what you think about the game. So comment down below uh, which game you liked more, which game you'd rather play, and things like that. And we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Thank you.